basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. Ooh, baby. Yo, 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 welcome to In the Back of the Class NBA podcast. I'm your boy, A-Love. Yo, it's your boy, Easy. Yeah, and we are here. Uh, another another episode, I believe this is episode number, insert episode number. Uh, yeah, y'all know what episode it is. But uh, great week. Easy, how was your week, <laughs> was man? <laughs> uh, man, my week was cool, man. Um you know, I pour drinks for a living. You know, I take souls in 2K, you know. Uh, ah. I, yeah, I've been listening, trying to find some new music to listen to, man. Uh, I word? Yeah, I've really? been listening huh. to that Meek. The Meek is yeah. all right. It's cool. I tried Kodak, cool. Kodak's Young. But there's this um, there's this cat I found on Worldstar. Uh, you know, sometimes you browse through, browse through Worldstar, but I found this cat through Worldstar. His name Fresh B. You know, mm. uh, Sacramento. Uh, his 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 Oh, I've been listening to a lot of that lately. Yeah, how about Fresh you? Fresh B. Uh, yeah. Fred, I, well, I can tell you what I'm gonna do this week. I'm gonna check out Fresh B for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I need some new music. But uh, other than that, man, nah, I've been chilling. Um, actually, been kind of busy, but everything's kind of slowing down. So before we got into the show, I did want to ask you because you know it's been a little bit since I uh got on the 2K sticks and everything. And so I know I'm trying to catch my dude up, trying to grind my dude. So um, do you have any tips on how I can kind of like, you know, get my dude uh, up to speed or any grinding tips on how I can get him up to, I'm, I want to get to like a 95, man. I'm at, I'm at 91. I'm going to get we at a 95 before the end of the break. I'm have some time. So do you have any tips easy? Oh, man. What? I mean, because I basically have a lot of time. You know, sometimes I stream to on Mixer. OG Fractures on Mixer. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Check man, what out. I do, yeah, what I do, man, I put my quarters on five minutes. And five minutes. me, I have a shooter. So all I do is okay. just, shoot, just shoot the ball, you know. Just give me the ball, shoot the ball. And we put it on five-minute quarters. It's easier to play, you know. Right. Yeah, games. yeah, quicker games and you can play more, and it's just it's more bearable than playing twelve on twelve minute quarters. What about grinding? You know what I mean? Like, do you have any tips to, like keep you keep you motivated? Like, because I think I'm gonna be spending hours in front of this, uh, in front of the game, in front of the TV. Uh, my wife is gonna be out of town a couple of days, so I'm gonna have hours. Do you have any way to set the ambience or anything special I can do? <laughs> what What is easy uh, do? Man. I roll my squad a lot of times, like playing park and playing on rec and program, you know, that helps to go by as funner, you know what I'm saying? But if I ain't okay. playing with nobody, I just play, you know, five-minute quarters. I put it on rookie just so it's easier for me. Uh, for sure. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's how Let I do check it. Check it out. Well, yeah, I man. can't wait to – Uh, hopefully I can get started. I know this week everything's dying down. Hopefully I can get started. Um, and I'll uh, let you know, you know what I mean, how they go. Yeah, and plus one thing I do, one one little trick that I uh, that helps me, you know, to keep playing is uh, I set the mood with a little '90s R&B, and uh, oh. <laughs> I put my put it on five minute quarters. That helps me play about ten, twelve <laughs> games right there. You know, <laughs> gotta set the mood for myself. '90s R&B. 
B or SWV, John B. Uh, I'm about to, I'm about to get that, even get that tribe, man. We'll, we'll see, man. But uh, I tell you what, man. Let's go ahead and get to this NBA, man. You ready, bro? Yeah, man. All right, let's do it. All right, so easy. Um, on Saturday, LeBron and the Lakers blew out the Hornets, one twenty-eight to one hundred. Uh, LeBron he led all scores with twenty-four points. Uh, both he and Lonzo finished with triple doubles. Uh, after that game, easy. What was your takeaway? My takeaway is my Lonzo Ball takeaway that I always take away from Lonzo Ball is that he is a star. Uh, he is. kid, uh, Magic Johnson, I think he's that kind of point guard, you know. And his defense has been phenomenal. I look up, like, the past few point guards he's played, and he's putting the clamps on people. He said, like, mm. Kimba didn't score on Lonzo when he was on him. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah Kimba so. only had four points the whole game, actually. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so Lonzo, he might – I think Lonzo's a star. He's just – I just don't think it's a good situation mm. for him in L.A. right now. Mm. So, so you would you think Lonzo should probably get out of that situation? I think so. I think so. Do you think the you think the Lakers would be wise for trying to uh? Well, if you were running the Lakers, would you try to swing a deal with Alonzo, use Alonzo, or is that a piece you wouldn't let go of? Me personally, if I was the Lakers, I wouldn't have got LeBron because I have a nice young core intact. But since you got <laughs> LeBron, you have to have a win now mentality, and you can't let these young boys groom. So I would trade. I would trade all those young boys. Try to get some stars. Sweet man. It's probably a that, Kuzma because he's the one that seems to connect the most with LeBron. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what do you? Because I know your opinion is different from mine. What do you think? Oh, uh, about the uh, about Lonzo or the game? Lonzo um, and the Lakers. The Lonzo and the well, Lakers. No, no, go so to the I, game I first. Wait, wait, go to the go to yeah. the game first, and then. Uh. Oh, okay, all right. So, so the game really, man. I mean, it was, it was a blowout. Uh, you know, um, LeBron. He, uh, I think he shows out. He's just trying to show off an NJ. You know, they're playing in Charlotte. NJ was there. So, uh, if you are a gambling man. <laughs> Sometimes, like myself, uh, anytime LeBron is playing in front of NJ, put the money on LeBron. Uh, that that was a that was a part of it. Um, you know, other than that, you know, Kimba had four points, man. That was kind of concerning. But you pointed out Lonzo guarded him most of the time. Um, I thought for sure he would come out and try to put on a show. Uh, hopefully, you know, trying to entice LeBron to push the trade for him at the trade <laughs> deadline as I continue my campaign to rebuild these Lakers in time for the playoffs. Uh, but uh, other than that, I, you know, I think it was pretty impressive, the two triple-doubles. Did you know that's the eighth time in NBA history that that has happened where two teammates, yeah. teammates have had triple-doubles? That's, that's pretty pretty interesting. Yeah. That long NBA history, um, eight times two teams have had triple-doubles. Cool. They're both – and it speaks to, like, you know, the type of players they are. You both are considered, you know, really unselfish. The game sort of unselfish, you know. You comment on a lot of those look. He's, he's, a, he's a good passer, man. He's got vision. But if you're asking me if I would um, – first of all, it, you can't say that you would not take LeBron if you were running the Lakers, especially for that core. That core was not the core to protect. 
if you ask me if I would trade all of those suckers for LeBron, I'd probably say yeah. So definitely I would I, I would trade Lonzo. Do I think it's a good situation for Lonzo to leave L.A. and leave LeBron? Nope, I don't think so. I, I think he should stay um, in L.A. If I'm him, I would want to stay in L.A. I want to continue to play with LeBron because, you know, it, it can only get better for him. He learns from one of the greatest. He uh, he wins. Well, he's going to win. They're going to win, right, especially if they can swing that deal. If I'm him, I'm hoping I'm not that piece to get that superstar there, but rather I'm – one of the people still left standing after the superstar arrives. So if I'm him, I guess I feel like opposite of you that I, I think LA is a great place for me to be and playing with LeBron James is a great spot to be playing, um, especially this young man's career. I fully disagree because <laughs> <laughs> 100% disagree. I don't think LeBron helps him. Uh, what he's gonna wait for LeBron to retire in four or five years? That's when he gets back to being a point guard, or how does that uh, work? I I don't know. It, to me, winning trumps whatever position you want for me, especially this point guard. Let me stay with LeBron. LeBron learn from LeBron, and is even if I have to wait four years, if I did have to wait four years to run that team, that team was nowhere before LeBron. It's, 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 so yeah, yeah. Well, well wait, all of them boys, are, all of them boys were rookies. I mean, I mean, they say this like, well, this before this or whatever. But last year, all of them boys were rookies, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, what you do is you don't get them boys a chance. And then they went like thirty-seven games, so that was a jump start from the year before. So they won like thirty-seven games, and they're all going coming into the second year with each other. Um, maybe not this year, but maybe the year after or two years later, they're they're one of the better teams in the West. You know, I can see that happening with the quarter that they have. They have the one through mm-hmm. four for LeBron came. So you think they had the best quarter in the in the West? Young core. Young core. Let me think of a young core. Um, we're talking within first two, three years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good cap. Yeah, because uh, you have um you had the one through four right there. Name me a better young core than Lonzo, Kuzma, Hart, and Ingram. Let's, let me ask this. Let me ask this. Because you're right. It's hard to think off like offhand of a of a better young core. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just wondering if a lot of like what intrigues us about that core is just name alone. Because and a lot of those names being known because that Lakers is on their chest. You know. You know. I mean, if any of that core was playing, say, and take that same core and put them in put them in Minnesota. Take everything out of Minnesota, trade the teams, trade the situation, uh, in, in minus LeBron, but take that core and put them in Minnesota. Would that core get? Would that core you think warrant as much as respect as it has gotten? Well, let me ask you this. By by, with the Lakers? Well, well, let me ask you this because we we seen where Ingram came from his first year. What was he, like thirteen points? Then last year it was like nineteen, right? Uh huh. Um, Blonzo last year was his rookie year, and Kuzma. What do you think of Kuzma? You think Kuzma's a good player? Uh, man, quite frankly, I I was always saying if you know if if you have to trade um, any of them, I would keep Kuzma just because Kuzma was that type of player, you know, who is a it seems out of all of them to be the better long ball shooter, three point shooter. Right. Um, so, 
Uh, that's because what I'm saying is because we're going off talent. Ingram was a sec was a second overall pick. So was in, uh, so was Lonzo Ball. Um, Kuzma turned out to be a good surprise. Josh Hart turned out to be. I don't I don't know when yeah. he was drafted. He turned out to be a good. He was drafted last year, right? He's a this is rookie year, right? Yeah. So what I'm saying is you had the one through four right there, young core, and you're not you're not allowing them a chance to grow because now you've got LeBron. You have to have this win now mentality. So some of them, yeah. you got to trade some of them. And then, yeah. I mean, the young core, that young core, I mean, the, I believe that young core, as they grow and groom, they're perfect for today's game. So um, that's why I like that young core in L.A. And I didn't think, I didn't, that, I think you're giving up that young core for LeBron. Yeah. In the win now. Well, we, will, so. we, we will see ultimately, like everyone else, what they become and hopefully for them that they become it still wearing a Lakers jersey and some ways hopefully for guys like me who just are bandwagon Lakers fans and lifetime LeBron fans uh <laughs> we can swing a deal for them suckers <laughs> <laughs> hopefully yeah uh speaking of the Lakers they played the the Rockets last week they lost yeah but a lot of the talk has been about James Hart and his 50-point triple-double. Now, some mm -hmm. people are impressed, and a lot of people are not, because he shot 19 free throws, making 18 of them. My question <laughs> to you, A-Love, is do you get tired of watching James Hart and his style of play? Oh, my goodness. Easy. Do I get tired? Easy. I've been tired, man. <laughs> I've always been tired of watching that dude play, man. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's frustrating. The dude manipulates the foul calls. He gets, he, you know, I give him credit. He's a good free throw shooter. So not only does he manipulate to get to the line, that's one thing I couldn't stand. You know, cats who always fake, you know, flop and force fouls and couldn't shoot free throws. Like, brother, you might as well focus on making the layup. But he is a, he's a good free throw shooter, man. But this is crazy. He's averaging 9.8 attempts per game this season at the free throw line. And that's actually down from, uh, like, last year. Um, I, I, I say that Harden is a, a manufactured superstar. That's why mm. I'm going to call him easy. I'm going to go out to Lennon and call him. Manufactured superstar. A manufactured superstar, brother. Please I mean, explain. Uh, the, 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 the stat. His points, there's a stat out there, 169 more free throws made than field goals made. That's this the season? NBA for career. Career, yeah, yeah. He has 160 more free throws made than field goals made for a career. That's the NBA basically saying, get your points, Harden. Take your points. Get them. We, we, need, we, need, we need another superstar up in here. Terrible, man. I, I can't watch it. I hate watch. It's a good score, but my God, it's horrible to watch. And I, 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 I root against James Harden for that. Well, what about you, Easy? Are you a, you a Harden fan? Or? No. No, ever since Oklahoma, since the finals in Oklahoma, I mean, uh, Harden was the one that sh came up short in those, in the, in those finals. Uh, he was he was the main one that choked. Uh, and then you see it through all his playoffs. He yep, disappears yep. in the playoffs when the games yep. get more yep. physical. 
You know, yeah. um, the rest let more calls go. You know. Um, yeah. Or high, or, or or and forget about forget about that. What about just high intense situations in the playoffs? Even yeah. if the game wasn't physical, just those moments, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, and like you said, he has more free throws made in his career than field goals, which is mm. interesting. I mean, he's a defensive liability. Weird. Yeah, he's yep, a defensive, defensive liability. Um, he travels. My God, they let him. <laughs> God, he is Vanessa Carlton with a thousand miles. <laughs> Good God, but uh, yeah, I think he's very overrated, man. He, I get, I don't like watching Rockets games just to see him shoot free throws and hook people arms while he's shooting and My. jump on top of people. It isn't. It's annoying. It's crazy. Man. Yeah, I don't like. How does no? How does nobody like not like not fight the dude? Right. Here's the deal. You, you're speaking to you're sort of making an argument for my manufactured uh, statement, yeah. uh, manufactured superstar statement, because you know awards and um, accolades are given for production during the regular season, but greatness is always defined in that postseason. Yeah. That's why Robert Ord is uh, one of the greats. Oh my God! Well, we're <laughs> I'm just it for you, Easy. <laughs> He's one of the goats. What? <laughs> <I'm laughs> I heard this, and I don't know how true this is. But they said James Harden in the last four seasons had more free throws made than Steve Nash in his whole career. Wow. Yeah. In his whole, in Steve Nash's whole career. And whole career. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, you say you don't know how the truth is. We're going to get the uh, show um, research department on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, note to self, higher research department. Um, oh, while we're on James Harden, did you see what he wore to the game? That the alligator? That yeah. alligator suit with the shorts. Bruh. That dude, man, everybody clowned him for it, though. Me, I see me got on him on Instagram. And you know, our boy Chuck, he doesn't. You know, he wasn't going for it. It's uh, it's interesting, man. The man that, that dresses so extravagant. I'm gonna say this. so extravagantly. I'm gonna say this. Outside of the shorts being too short, I'm not mad at it. It's snake snakeskin. What? <laughs> snakes and I'm thinking it's he's kind of showing up. Did he have to, I think he's kind of showing up. I I don't. James Harden, he does. He's a little over the top with the fashion. He's not Russell Westbrook, who's kind of borderline cross dressing. But <laughs> James Harden, kind of, he kind of has a little, kind of has a little drip to his dressing. You know, he's kind of slick. You got no credit for taking the taking the chance, man. You got no credit for taking the chance. Yeah, he, my uh, my, what 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 has, what has been like a staple in your outfit as a late easy like? It made me think, you know, he's uh, taking fashion chances. And a guy like myself, I take no fashion chances. Um, and, uh, for me, um, the greatest thing in my wardrobe is uh, two pairs of sweatpants, mm. two, pair, two pairs of joggers that I bought on Groupon that I pretty much switch every day. So uh, outside of where I, outside of me having to go to work. So whenever I'm out and about, you're going to see me in some sweatpants and uh, some comfortable Nike shoes. So I really don't really dress to impress anymore. 
bro bro let me tell you i i need to get me some new sweatpants hopefully marley is listening to this and she hears me for christmas i would love just two pairs of sweatpants because that is my <laughs> that's been my uh staple too only that my sweatpants first of all it's the black hoodie with the black cap and uh if i'm going somewhere nice um or where people might be dressed nice I might throw on those uh, fake uh, black frame uh, clear glasses I have <laughs> just to look uh, not threatening. But uh, sweatpants, I only got one pair of sweatpants right now. And so oh, I don't even man. know how I got them. If my brother bought them too big and left them <laughs> on my house, some, because they're really weird. They're like uh, almost like sweatpants. Um, like they just stop at my at the top of my ankle and they're real tight. So they're almost like a capris, like tight capris or something. And then they got like... <laughs> I wouldn't say zebra print, but almost like a a uh, silver gray zebra print type pattern all over them. So it looks like something Lil Wayne would wear. Oh, so I would you like don't to wear anything, Lil Wayne. Yeah, would wear. that's what I'm saying, man. I just want to be a cool little gray pair of sweatpants and um, another cool little gray pair of sweatpants, so I can do that rotation you got going. Yeah, the, you know, yeah, the on on day one, off day, you know, it'd be kind of yeah. kind of cool, man. Yeah, we, you know, I'm in my 30s see, now, man. so I'm not really dressing it to impress. And if I go, and, I, and I'm pretty much despising anywhere I have to go where I would have uh, to dress nice. So, <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, yeah. it ain't, I might not make it. If you saying we dressing nice, I might not make it. Yeah. If you ain't cutting the check when I show up. Right, right. But, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so starting off the season, the Celtics started off pretty slow. Now they're they won eight of the last ten games and they're the fifth seed in the East right now. A love, has your opinion switched on the Boston Celtics? Ah, the Boston Celtics. Um, I don't know, man. Like you said, they eight and two in the last ten, fifth in the East. I mean, and plus they it was up until the other night losing to uh, Detroit. An eight-game win streak going, which I guess is the longest win streak in NBA this season. So one would say, yeah, you know, doing that plus without Hortford for five games, pretty impressive. Mm. Um, you know that that would be pretty impressive if one did not look at the details. Here's who the Seas <laughs> had beat easy. I'm gonna tell you, this who the Seas had beaten. They beat. The Pelicans twice, the the Cavs, and this is this is who they have beat on an eight game win streak. Okay, the Pelicans twice, the Cavs, the T Wolves, the Knicks. Um, they beat the Bulls, the Wizards, and the Hawks. Easy. That is the eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth ranked teams in the East, and the fourteenth ranked team in the West in the T Wolves. These fools ain't beat nobody, bro. The Pistons gave them their real first test, I guess you could say, and they uh, lost. Um, here goes one thing. I know, first of all, I got to call myself out. I was screaming about believing in the Bucks, in which I still kind of do believe in the Bucks. But that day, I believed in the Bucks. They went and got blown out that night. So I will still go out on a limb and say this. The Celtics play the Bucks on Friday night. Okay. That is going to be a real test. I want to see how they play against the Bucks. I have a feeling 
Um, I think they're saying uh, Horford's going to sit out against the, uh, the the Suns, uh, the next game against the Suns, but he should be back Friday. So if that's the case, the Celtics should be at 100%. Um, the Bucks should be at 100%. I can see that this is having sort of a playoff feel to it. Friday night game, uh, two teams in the East, Bucks trying to prove themselves that they belong to the, in the second position in the East, and the Celtics still trying to make that climb. That's what's going to say a lot about the Celtics more so than those last eight straight games they won. Um, so if to answer your original question, no, I still don't believe in the Celtics, man. I think the Celtics will finish, if at best, third in the East with a um, second-round knockout. Mm, second um, round. Second round okay. knockout. So let, let me ask you this. You said they beat the, the Pelicans twice? They beat the Pelicans twice, yes. They beat the Pelicans twice, and you said they beat the T-Wolves. So, yes. when you look at those two teams in the West, they're not that far from first, first place <laughs> uh, in the Western Conference. You know, you put those teams in the East, they're top four or five seats. So, <laughs> <laughs> Just over the East. Yeah, throw them in the East. Throwing uh, them in the East, they're automatically a top. No way. I here, man. No, the Wolves, the, actually the Wolves are um the Wolves are actually fourteenth in the uh in the in the West. Um the Pelicans, on the other hand, they are oh no. Or they're only uh uh two spots up at twelve in the West. So both are now playoff teams in the West. That's who as of right now. Tomorrow as of right now. As of tonight, they can be the third seed in the West. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> so you know how the Western Conference is. So True. So I'm not I'm not throwing those two teams as a bad thing towards the Celtics. But as I keep saying, the Celtics are getting their legs back and they're gonna they're gonna be a force to record with and the Eastern Conference, and I still have them going to the finals, uh, and as a representation of the Eastern Conference, uh, I think the team to beat in the East is Toronto. I think those two teams, Boston and Toronto, are going to be the two teams at the end of the day, unless they meet in the second round. But I don't see here. Oh, go ahead. I see a meeting. I see a meeting in Philly. Cause let's say let's say the C's can get to a let's say they get to the third seed. Okay, let's give them that. Let's do. They get to the third seed. We say Toronto finish number one. Let's say everybody's correct about the Bucks. Can't believe in the Bucks. Okay. That would put Philadelphia as the next plausible team to be number two, right? So, and, and I guess you can even, even if you wanted to switch the Celtics and the 76ers, that means they would be meeting in the second round of the playoffs. And if you ask me today, with the way the 76ers are playing with Jimmy Butler, with the way that Joel Embiid is playing basketball, with the way the whole team is playing basketball, plus don't discount the fact that they might still make a move at the trade deadline. I would think that because the seeds are the seeds are the seeds, man. That they, that's what they're rolling with. You know, they mm-hmm. waiting the whole year to get this good. I don't see them making a huge deal. I, I don't see them beating the 76ers, bro. You don't see them beating the Philly. 
Nope. I can see them beating Philly. I don't see them. I mean, well, I guess that was Ben Simmons' first playoffs, but who's not who's who's not to say that he turned around and had that same playoff performance? Who's not? Who, what's not to say that Boston has found the way to defend Ben Simmons and then uh, they're too deep. Boston is too deep. I, Easy. I, I can't believe you, brother. I cannot believe you. And they have the you. best coach in the East. And they have the best coach. Oh, yeah. And that would so, be the only reason right now I would give them any hope. Yeah, easy, Boston, make, easy. Boston's too deep. And, I mean, you have superstar talent, Tatum, Irving. I, I, I can't see Philadelphia beating Boston in the seven-game series, even with my guy, Jimmy Buckets. I was going to say, let – let my man Ben Simmons have a, a playoff series like he did last year. It's okay. You got Jimmy Buckets there now. Jimmy Buckets I, is there to perform in the playoffs. I understand that. And, you know, he may get his numbers, but when you have – And let me tell you what, 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 gives, what gives the Celtics and, um, you know, having Brad Stevens a little bit of an edge is – you know, uh, the defense, Brad Stevens' teams are defensive-minded. They play tough, gritty defense. And then his scheming um, is can't be compared. It's one of the best in the league. He gets people good looks, great looks uh, for great looking, great shots. But Philly basically negates both of those. Philly plays tough defense. Philly, so Philly can match that intensity. They can match that physicality. And then – on the other side, when it comes to the scheming, I think that um, having Kyrie Irving and having, um, you know, um, Gordon Hay- uh, Hayward, you have more personalities now, more that he, that I think, kind of constrains his scheming, you know, that he's going to be less creative and more so focused on getting these guys their shot, getting these guys their looks, which might kind of hurt him a little bit. Give me the 76ers this time around that they face, man. But mm. hopefully we get lucky to see it. Hopefully we get lucky to see it. And I am going to be rooting for my guy, Jimmy Buckets, but I'm still saying Boston in the East. They're too deep. They're too coached well. And you have top two, three-point guard in the league, Kyrie Irving. Uh, I don't want to see them face the Golden State Warriors. I'd rather see Toronto play the Golden State Warriors in, 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 the, in, the, in, the, in the finals. It don't matter because whoever played Golden State is going to end up getting killed anyway. So <laughs> I don't whatever sacrificial lamb you're going to throw out there. Yeah. <laughs> which, which goat do you want to send up? <laughs> yeah, whatever sacrificial lamb you're going to throw at the, the Warriors, it don't matter. So uh, Easy. Let me ask you this, bro, because you be dog the East, the conference. Eastern Conference playoffs might be a little bit more entertaining than the West this year, bro. What you think? No. <laughs> the Western <laughs> Conference season is a dog fight, bro. <laughs> Look at the season. Right? Just imagine the playoffs. I think the only – I mean, Golden State, of course, is going to win it all, but the other teams, it's going to be a dog fight. Uh, if, now, we're, 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 we're so in tune with the West, we're trying to see who's going to make the playoffs. There are going to be some <laughs> great teams that don't even make the playoffs. True. The first true. two. Hey, wait, first, hold up. Hold up. We say true. So think about it. Think about it. Houston, 
is out of the playoffs contention right now. So it's New Orleans. Who else? Houston got that, a great team. Houston, you no, put no. Houston. Wait, you put Houston in the East. They're not a top. They're not one of the top teams in the East. If Houston goes to the, the way they're playing now, if Houston goes to the East today. If Houston goes to the East, I can't say they're better than Toronto. I can't really say that they're better than Philadelphia. Um, so I know they're not top two. Yeah, of course they'll be in the playoffs, but I can't say they're top two. It's hard for me to say they're top three. Shoot, man, I don't know. They might be top. They might be the fifth best team in the East. This is show you how great the West is right now. <laughs> you have 14 teams that are in playoff contention in the West. 14 teams are fighting for a playoff spot in the West. The number one and the number 14 seed is, what, five or six games away? Uh. So there's going to be some great teams. Utah is not in the playoffs right now. You're yeah. going to have some great teams that's not going to make the playoffs in the West. Great teams. Well, well, I'm not, when I, I say give great, you that. I don't mean all-time great. I mean great, like. Right, right, right. I got all right, let me really change. Teams. Great from good. Be- great from good. good. You're going to have some good teams that don't make the playoffs. Yeah, and you're going to have some bad teams that are going to make the playoffs in the East, I guess. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I don't know. Fourteen seed is order five hundred. Think about that. The fourteen seed in the West is almost a five hundred team. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I think interesting. Still, yeah, I think that the East playoffs will still be pretty, um, pretty entertaining. Maybe from the second um, round up, but. Yeah, second round up. Yeah, yeah, the first round, right? Probably gonna first be round is some, um, Unless you get the fourth, right? Right. You gotta face Indiana. Yeah, unless you gotta face Indiana, but yeah. And, man, the Pacers, bro. Pacers, and I don't know, man. They might be up there fighting for that third. That's why the Celtics get past the Pacers. Can the Celtics get past the Pacers? The Celtics can get past anybody <laughs> at the East. <laughs> they can pass anybody at the Okay, uh, so for the people out there, um, <clears throat> me and uh, Easy had a um, conversation. And think back, was well, the last episode we were talking yes, last about episode, it, it came up. Episode last uh, episode, it basically was the question popped up: Who is the greatest NBA rapper of all time? of all time. So this segment, Easy and I are going to discuss who we think is our individual greatest NBA rapper of all time. Easy, will you open up the conversation? All right. So earlier today, I was listening to a bunch of NBA players rap. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me say this before I go into this. <laughs> Master P did get he was on Yes. Oh, yes. we include Master P. I'm glad you brought that up because I was gonna question that. 
Drew, I think we should exclude Master P because he was, I think we, we the criteria is NBA player first, rapper secondary. Okay. Master P is rapper first. He was NBA player, basketball player secondary, which I got to see Master P, P play uh, basketball, man, back in the day. Um, got his autograph. He played here in St. Charles, Missouri, against the Swarm. It was awesome. Got to see Master P. Got Master P's autograph. Was huge, no limit fan. And then my mama tore it up after some troubles at school. Um, but um, yeah. But anyway, uh, continue. Yeah. Okay. So I was listening to a lot of NBA players rap today, and after having my after going through so many migraines and headaches from a bunch of horrible NBA players rapping, I have determined that we have three three good rap. I have a list right here. And most okay. of it says trash. <laughs> <laughs> I have Shaq as the most successful. Mm-hmm. I have Chris Webber. Chris Webber was all right. Uh, yeah. Iman Shumper was all right. Uh-huh. Dame Dollar. Dame, Dame, Dame Dollar might be the most impressive. I was the most impressed uh-huh. by him. Uh-huh. But the best is Kobe Bean Bryant. He has some oh, bars. No. Lyrically. No. The, way he, the way he talk about that heartbreak in that song. Oh. He was talking about his heartbreak. <laughs> Tears fall down my eyes. He was killing it. He was killing it. No. Kobe, Kobe Bean Bryant. Yes. Easy. Easy. He, Kobe I, I is listen. the worst. Oh man, he had the suit on. <laughs> Brandy, Brandy Kobe. didn't want him because of his basketball skills. She wanted him as Brand, a rapper. No, Brandy was dating <laughs> anybody back there with notoriety. Brandy was oh, getting that dis- attention. Don't disrespect Brandy. <laughs> Ray, Ray J, Ray J, and the goons gonna come after you. Ray J and the money Ray team. J did, you don't want Ray that. J, man. <laughs> But Kobe Bryant, Kobe, when to hear him Why? explain that heartbreak, like he was technical and lyrical with it. I Kobe, I heard KD and LeBron. Kobe will watch both of them. I think you put Kobe and Shaq in a URL setting. You have Smack, Smack. You know what I'm saying, son? On my right, you got Kobe. On my left. <laughs> Kobe's gonna come out there like loaded Lux with the suit on and stuff. He's gonna lyrically kill Shaq. Bruh. First of all, Shaq already killed Kobe with a freestyle. Oh, freestyle. A freestyle side. It was lukewarm. You, it was the shocker. If you Google worst NBA rappers of all time, I bet you you'll find Kobe Bryant on all those lists. Metal World Pieces, actually. Ron Artest was the worst. Ron, you can't Ron talk about Ron like that, man. I don't want to talk about <laughs> Ron like that because I don't. I don't want that smoke with Ron. But yeah, Ron Artest smoke. was the worst. Delonte West. Oh my! Let me take you that can't back. Say that about that. <laughs> Let me take that because Delonte Best was the second worst. The actual worst okay. was Tony Parker. Oh man, Tony Parker's trash. Tony Tony Parker was rough, man. But I thought because I couldn't understand it. Uh, okay, man. All right, 
so maybe why I I don't I, I'm so in disagreement with your greatest um, is because of who I think is my greatest. First of all, I will say Dane Lillard by far is probably the most talented um, MC, like lyrically, uh, delivery, all of it. Dane Dollars. Yeah, well, like, I was impressed. We're talking him. Right, he's, he's tough, man. Um, Eli Shumper ain't bad either, man. Um, he's not bad. But if uh, we're going to talk about greatest, so I'm looking at, you know, not just skills, but also basically, you know, selling the music, getting the music out there to the people, and the people buying the music and listening to the music. It has to be Shaq, man. Shaq is the greatest NBA rapper of all time. Shaq not is only, a brand. Not only two top 40 singles, but he is the only one. And I will say they have a lot to do with the way the music business is today. That gives them a little bit of advantage. But he's the only one to ever go platinum. The only NBA rapper to go platinum. See, Kill O'Neal, Big Diesel. That wasn't off. Shazam. That wasn't. That wasn't off skills. That was off the brand. Think about how horrible the movie Shazam was, and we all went to go see it. Bro, <laughs> first of all, I had to wait to came to uh, the Dollar Show. Second of all, <laughs> it was underrated as a movie. Shazam and was horrible. Shazam <laughs> was a brand. Mind. He had a video game. We all bought the video game. Yeah. It, it was Wait, I, like Shaq we, as a rapper was I. We're talking but, about greatest rapper of all time, bro. He had songs with Jay-Z. Collaborated with Biggie, Rizza. Man, his even even his resume of who he worked with is way better than anybody. Ever. That's because Shaq is, like I said, Shaq is a brand. Shaq could sell. He has selling power. When we talking about lyrics, skills, Kobe will watch well, that. You put them yeah, three three-minute rounds. You put them in three three-minute rounds with smack in the middle. You're on TV. No got TV, son. Kobe will watch Shaq. I got Shaq. I got, I'll have Kobe kill hey, Shaq two first rounds. Of all, first of all, you know, Kobe's like a lot older now, a lot more wiser. If you ask Kobe about rapping, he'll straight up tell you, no, nah, man, I was tripping. He'll say it. <laughs> I was tripping. I shouldn't have done it. I won't do it again. He knows what's up. Shaq could, Shaq could drop around today, to this day. Ask Shaq, ask Shaq around. Shaq around. Shaq, hey, really, Shaq about that life. He's a big 7'3 dude. 7'2 seven, seven, dude rapping, you know, with a big personality. He likes Shaq. You know what I'm saying? And then plus the 90s. There was a lot of gimmicky rap coming out. Vanilla Ice went nine times flat. When did... So it's a lot of gimmicky... Kobe really... I could swear Kobe released that uh, track back in the 90s. He, he did. There's video for it. He did. <laughs> you got to hear was, how he was playing that heartbreak. Tears come on. Man, I eyes. heard that stuff. It, it made me cringe. <laughs> I was embarrassed for him. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> he was a big about it. He was 
Hey man, uh, nah, Dame Dollar, Dame Dollar, I think skill-wise, Dame Dollar yeah, is the most yeah. impressive. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Hands down. I heard a song from Andre Dr- Drummond. He's trash. Oh yeah. Steph well, Curry. I heard Steph now. Curry. He was trying to sing rap. No. Uh, nah. What about your boy Lonzo? You know what? I wasn't too mad at the song he came out with, but then I heard other rap no. stuff, stuff from Lonzo. Trash. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I just don't understand it. Oh, Lance, I'm talking yeah. for he's trash. Lance bought that life. <laughs> oh man, that dancing life. That dance, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Go ahead, Lance. I don't Lance. <laughs> Go ahead, boy. Living in his best life. Well, easy. I think we come to the end of another show, my friend. Um, good times, man, discussing the NBA. Uh, right. Thank everybody for uh, downloading or streaming, however you uh, listen to us on whatever platform you listen to us on. We really appreciate it. Again, reach out to us uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, check us out on, on the YouTube segments uh, that be popping up periodically. Um, in the future, it's in the works. We're going to apply some video, possibly, let you guys uh, right. get a look at our uh, faces made for radio. And, um, yeah, um, next week uh, we'll be back. Uh, Easy, what you going to be looking for this week, man? You, uh, what, what you going to be on the lookout for? Well, I mean, as always, I like to see the um, the Hunger Games in the Western Conference, see how that go. But like you said, mm-hmm. the Celtics and the Bucks, that's a big game. Ah, uh, yeah. That's yeah. What that, I'm, now I'm going to be tuned into it. Yeah, man. And my sweatpants. And the sweatpants, man. <laughs> and my, and my sweatpants, pants. taking people lives in 2K while I'm watching the game. So that's what I'm you that, that. That brings me to what I'm going to be watching for this week. I'm going to be watching for any evidence indicating that Marley heard this episode and had stopped by and picked me up a new pair of sweatpants. And also, I'm going to be watching <laughs> for a 90s R&B playlist floating around out there that I can download and listen to as I get my Man. grind on easy style on 2K, baby. Get them up to 95. Let's go. Started Let's off go. with the SWV um, week and just keep letting oh. it go. Is that how you? Is that that's what you got your shooting rhythm down to? You shoot the analog yeah. or the uh? The, okay. I shoot the button. Yeah. I shoot the button. No, I'm shooting button. Button, button shooter. Yeah, I'm button. Okay. I dunk with all the right, analog. Right. You dunk with the analog. Yeah, I dunk. I dunk with the analog too. I do everything with the analog. I try to shoot the button, but mess me up, man. I I don't know. I figure I had to relearn the game if I try to switch up. So I'm <laughs> lifetime stick shooter. So we'll see, man. But uh, but yeah, thank you guys once again. Easy appreciate it, everybody. All the time. All right, man. Thanks everybody for listening. You know, catch us on the social media. Catch us on YouTube. You know, uh, me and my boy A Love, man. We was two former class clowns back in the day, cutting up in class, acting a fool. Now we two adults speaking our opinions on the NBA uh, and uh, headlines. You know, this is in the back of the class NBA podcast. It's your boy Easy. A Love. All right. Deuces.